Welcome back to Return to Oz Minute, where we're analyzing the 1985 Disney film, One. Oh, it's almost time for the big bad, minute at a time. I'm Tierney Steele. And I'm Mike Carlucci. And we're joined once again, all the way from the fifth element, the crystal bed. Yay! I made it from, it was such a long drive. I had to go through time. I had to go through time and space to an, one dimension to another. Why? We're glad you made it. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been really fun, and I'm glad you're here for this absolutely bonkers minute. Me too. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, of course, we are talking about Minute 45 of Return to Oz, which starts with this Princess Mombi placing her head in its cabinet on its pedestal, <laughs> and it ends with Mombi holding a different head in her hand. Oh, no, it's on her head by this point. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Ooh. And explaining to Dorothy... Yeah, yeah, I went there. Um, explaining to Dorothy that the Gnome King took the Scarecrow and all the emeralds back to his mount. So creepy. Are we all enjoying our 1980s special effects? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like you can see the heads all moving around. It's really funny. <laughs> um... I would have to find the second signature, but at the beginning of this movie, or the beginning of this movie, geez Louise, at the beginning of this minute when she puts the head on and it looks at Farooza Ball, oh, there it is, second, eight, uh, she is staring at the head in that horror with the mouth slightly open, and if you watch all of Farooza Ball's minutes into second nine, too, you will see that face many times on many different characters. That is her go-to, like, oh, this is not okay right? face, I think, for the rest of her life. It made me really happy to sit here on little 10 or 11-year-old Farouzabalk. Yeah, I can picture it exactly that, the exact time she used that face in the craft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right before she yelled and, at her stepdad. And to be fair, I mean, not only has a woman just removed her head in front of her, but the head has then, like, made eye contact. Yeah. Gosh, I, and the next head makes <laughs> eye contact with her too. Oh gosh. <laughs> I wonder if any heads, if they've had like crazy parties where they like turn up the music and they all rock their heads around and then someone goes crazy yeah. and their head falls off the stand. <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, what song should they play at their party? Oh, I'm trying YMCA, to oh, they'd be so sad because they couldn't move <laughs> their arms. <laughs> I know that it'd just be the headless body in the middle <laughs> doing the arms. Oh man. Um, yeah, I'm very confused on how this body is getting around. Is it kind of like, because all the heads can see, are they kind of like broadcasting a signal? Like keep walking, keep walking a little to the right up. Cause it's, it seems to operate perfectly fine without a head on their control. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand that. I, I, maybe she's just so good at it. She's so used to not having a head. Do you know how old she is? No, and I just thought of that. We don't know. Was Mombi always headless? Or she's been headless for so long. How did the situation so come around? Yeah, I'm curious. So in the books, I believe Mombi is actually much older than this. Okay. Uh, but in the in the movie, in just a, just a minute or so, we do see in case 31 is Mombi's original head. Oh, right. 30... So she must have been an adult. 
Yeah, so Mombi was an original adult. She was a witch, and as the background, at some point, uh, for helping, what is it, for help, I think for helping the gnome king, her reward was the heads of, uh, I, I like that we, you, uh, they were referred to as classical beauties, the people who are dressed like classical Greeks as dancing women. Uh-huh. Uh, she got the heads as a reward. I, I don't know why. That's not what uh, I want. That's not the reward I'd yeah. want at all. And she swaps them off where she keeps... She doesn't seem to keep her memory exactly because she didn't know who Dorothy was when she swapped heads. This new head knows, though. Look at the reaction when she when Dorothy says her name. Right? Her eyes get all wide. But that's just... The, the reactions of this head in particular are so good, too. Gosh. Mm. Well, I mean, I guess it would be the actress, but the actress... And again, better. Dorothy is not running from the room screaming... As the woman holds the head and asks, but who are you? She answers and curtsies. This is the most polite kid in the history of children. Annie M doesn't know what she has. Seriously, Annie M. Giving her a hard time. Right? Um, yeah. So, I'm, I'm just caught up looking at the special effect. It's done so well. And I can say that because, again, growing up watching... Lots of kids' movies, not all with the Disney budget and Walter Merch. Yeah, the headless thing is not always done as well as it is in this movie. Or at least in this scene. No. Um, I'm looking at second 29 where the headless body in that crazy dress that we talked about previously is holding the head to the side. And it's, I mean, again, I'm not a professional movie maker, (laughs) but it looks pretty flawless to me. Yeah. They did a good job. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm watching it right now, and it's just, it's so unsettling. I don't like when people hold heads in their hands. No, and, and it's its always unsettling, but usually it's usually it's really easy to tell how fake it is, so it doesn't seem as scary, but this one is done so well. Yeah. And the head is just so like, yeah, this is my life. How's it going? <laughs> I think that just adds an extra level of creepy to it somehow. Yeah, it really does. Ugh. I gotta stop watching it. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for being brave and watching through. I did this for you. These minutes, <laughs> I'm I'm so glad you did. Um, you you do what a mandolin sounded like. I mean, clearly this was meant to be, and I'm so glad that I could terrify you once more talking about a movie one minute at a time. Yay. Um, it's weird because she has that reaction. Like this head clearly knows who Dorothy Gale is. First of all, and Dorothy still walks towards her. Yeah. Even though Dorothy just asked a question, and instead of answering, she's like, come here. And she walks. Like, what are this girl's trust issues? (laughs) Oh, gosh. I don't know. She needs to have my mom as a mom. Trust no one. (laughs) Everyone's going to try to take you. Dorothy is one of the most famous people in Oz. Yes, she is. After her experience the last time, like, oh, yeah, you know me? Yeah, uh, Dorothy? Yeah, you've heard of Dorothy. <laughs> it's true. All of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Star Wars. I was with you there. Yep, yep, yep. I'm glad we could all have that moment together. Um, Dorothy does start finally getting some answers at the end of this minute, though. They're, they're not great answers, but at least we're making some progress in what's happened here. Um, do you think as a kid... You would put it together that we saw those headless dancing girls and now we're in a room full of heads. Uh, I don't, you know what? 
Maybe, because they do show Dorothy definitely taking a look at them, and you kind of get a couple different mm-hmm. angles. Yeah. I put it together, I'm but I'm also think. a grown-up, so. <laughs> That's, I want to think I would have put it together, but I don't, I don't know if I did. I might have just thought, ah, she's got heads. <laughs> I mean, at some point, <laughs> I think, at some point we are told that those girls are among them, but I always thought they were just part of her collection. Yeah. Not, like, the main bulk of it. Well, there are a lot more heads than we see headless statues. Yeah, I was just going to say that, too. I mean, maybe there's maybe there was another group of dancers. A couple groups. Yeah, you're right. If Because we, we're going to get to see her original head, which is that of an adult. So she was an adult when this all happened. I'll make sure to post... Um, we've mentioned a couple times our Facebook listeners group, The Flying Sofa. And I read the graphic novel before starting this. And I will post a picture of the mom being that. She looks very different. She's actually kind of got a Greek dress toga-ish situation going on. Um, She she looks very different, but again, she's an adult, but not a vastly older adult, if that makes sense. Yes, that does make sense. That does. Uh, Oh, that scared me. Me too. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Mike, our awesome script supervisor... Which is a real thing, but in this case, I mean it as just the person who's been checking the script as we go along. <laughs> How does this match? Are we still on track? Because I know that's from pretty close to when they were filming. Yeah, this is a this is another spot where it's. I mean, there there's very little dialogue or direction here, and you know, the the bulk of the minute is just uh, Frieza Bach observing and being very brave. But yeah, the it's. The only thing, the only difference is that uh, after who might you be, Mombi says, what are you doing here? Which is just one short ad from the script. Okay. okay. Oh, the description though, that's, that's kind of neat. Uh, let's see. Uh, after Mombi removes her head, it describes her neck, where the head used to be, is smooth and bloodless. Which... That's kind of uh, nice, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, could be worse. I don't know why that needed to be in the script at all. But Smooth sure. and bloodless. It's like, oh. I really oh, I really appreciate these collars on the heads. That's making me feel a lot better. Because it, like, it looks like each of the heads is a collar that almost just like fits into the one on her neck. Which somehow is less creepy to me yeah it's more like a robot just switch you know like it, it you know it's a lego head you can switch those that's fine right it makes it a more like a it gives it the illusion of a toy yeah where is that toy disney oh my gosh <laughs> take my money i would lose all the heads <laughs> oh my god the cat i grew up with when i was a kid would lose its that. head <laughs> that's what i thought no, you were gonna say <laughs> no he um he was obsessed with playing with like barbie accessories and literally like years after he passed away we were still finding like barbie high heels in places that he had batted them wow. before i'm just imagining his glee if we had a toy about that size but with heads like loose he would have had a field day because they'd be like a ball, but you know, with like hair, hair on it them would be like bouncing different ways because of the noses. Right? Oh, it would be just like the human murder most cats want to do all the time. <laughs> be living out its little feline dreams. <laughs> oh, he was such a scaredy cat. He should have his fun. <laughs> Pitch it to Disney. They they could slap a label on it. Start uh, 
people will buy it. Fun for the whole right? family. Pitch it to Ke- Petco. <laughs> oh. Oh, and her dress makes that noise. Oh, they'd be all over that. Oh. Wow. Nice. Yes. She's a cat toy. <laughs> that's why this. That's why she had to turn the cowardly lion into stone. And that's why the the chicken's so important. <gasps> oh, this makes sense. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> oh my gosh, we did it. Took took thirty two years, but we cracked it. <laughs> wow. On a slightly less creepy part of the minute, uh, earlier in the in the movie, we talked about uh, TikTok's theme, and mm-hmm. does that come from a small band playing inside TikTok? <laughs> Along, you know, a, a, a similar trope, Mombi was playing this song on her mandolin, and it's still playing. Huh. It's that magic. So, <laughs> yeah. Who's who's playing? Who's providing this music for us? Or does she have her audacity set up and she was recording and they stopped and now it's just the playback? I think that's huh? it. Just piped over her. Is it is it Sonos that does the speakers? What? Feel free to send us free speakers. We talked about you on a podcast. Wait 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 wait. <laughs> wait I've got one. Audacity. Audacity. <laughs> Do you have the audacity? Ooh, wowie. Oh wowie! Jeez, that's a good one. Oh man. <laughs> I love that almost 50% of our podcast is just bad puns at this point. That sounds like a good podcast. It's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I I highly endorse it, obviously. I'm sorry. I'm still, like, crying over the cats. <laughs> <laughs> we also once again settle that Dorothy is from Kansas. As much fun as Missouri Dorothy would have been. <laughs> The theory is dashed. Yeah, I, um... I was just gonna say, what's this theory? What, what? So, we were looking at the map and where... Because the towns that they mention in Kansas are real towns. Right. So, we were looking at the map and, like, trying to figure out directions and stuff. And one is right on the border. And I was like, oh, my God. Maybe Dorothy's been from Missouri this whole time. (laughs) And then I stupidly, into my microphone, said, does she ever actually say she's from Kansas? And Mike had to be like, yes. (laughs) Yes, she does. she does. Multiple times in both movies. <laughs> I don't think we're in Kansas City anymore, Toto. Uh, maybe there's a town, Kansas, Missouri. Sometimes that happens. There's an Indiana, Pennsylvania. It's true. So. I love brain farts uh, like that. Those are the best. I feel so. Yeah. I feel so stupid, but then very smart after. Uh, it wouldn't have been so bad if it hadn't been in the middle of an episode. So it's like, there, there's no way to edit around this that I never said that. He's like, nope. Man, that's <laughs> so. why I like being the one that edits my podcast. You should see what they sound like before they come out. Completely different. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was happy to see the editing to Mike, but there are definitely times where I'm like, really? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess I did say that. <laughs> That's really funny. Somewhere, maybe there's a Dorothy Gale in Missouri who's having totally different adventures. <laughs> catch up with her. She went to Zoe. <laughs> oh, Zoe and her and her faithful companion Ot Ot. Yes. Ot Ot. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Ot Ot the Otter. Oh, an otter. You're so cute. Carries him around in a little uh, bag full of water. Like a little, like a little bucket. But with seawater and kelp, he's like that. 
It sounds like And then there could be a huge internet controversy over whether you should call them ot ot or ot ot. Ha ha Yeah, Star Wars again. It, it happens a lot. <laughs> I like it. Both on air and off. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening, Mr. Eisner. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I got to get back into writing Star Wars fanfic. This will be great. I like it. Um, I, I'm trying to think if I have any notes for this minute since I have completely derailed. This <laughs> um, so um, the Gnome King is back in mentions, at least. Yeah. We still have yet to see him, but this is the second character that has talked about the Gnome King and obviously being very powerful if he's able to decree not allowing entire species into Oz and has taken the Scarecrow. Yeah, that's, uh, even the way she says it, she's like, the Gnome King has taken him, and it's very, like, dreamy and just, this is what's happening. It's like, nope, again, a bunch of nopes. I'm leaving. Um, you're not gonna get to see the Gnome King, huh? No, I'm just kidding, you watched the whole movie. Uh-huh. Um, this is your last day with us, so I, I wanted to ask a little bit, um, because you had, hadn't seen Return to Oz before, but I'm assuming you had seen The Wizard of Oz before. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, you're alive in America right. after that movie was released. I am a human being, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, do you have any, um, any particular connection that you felt, or was this, like... Not at all what you were expecting when we said, come on, return to Oz. Well, I knew that it was a weird movie. I knew because I, I, you know, you go through life and you hear people talk about different weird 80s movies and Return to Oz was one of them. Um, I always really liked The Wizard of Oz. I don't know anyone who doesn't like The Wizard of Oz, though. It'd be a really weird movie to hate because uh, it's so... My husband doesn't Really? Like he doesn't like it at all? He's not a fan of musicals to begin oh, with. Oh, so visually, though, does he like it visually? Because it's a, such a pretty movie. It's like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, I mean, we just I just rewatched because um, we posted a clip uh, when we were talking about how she got to Oz the first time. And just that transition from the black and white to color is still amazing. Yeah, it's cool as hell. It really is. And it's even that same... Uh, that same concept is used in Pleasantville, and I loved that. Oh, I love Pleasantville. That was, and that is an underrated movie. People, I don't think, watch that enough. It's so good, but oh. when you start bringing color into something, it adds such a specific feeling where there's a catalyst mm. happening that is bigger than you, and that I really like about The Wizard of Oz. I really enjoy that, and what I like about Return to Oz was that it was this beautiful magical place that's just crumbling to the ground very never-ending story like this whole world is collapsing because she's not there and then she gets there and she makes it better again and it brings around the the thought process of is it really real or did she imagine it and I like to imagine that it's real because that's more fun but you follow this little girl who's petrified for this world that she left that she knows it's not doing well she gets to go back and everything's fixed so she's able to go back home and live her life and it's such a child childhood story i guess it reminds me of everything from childhood where it's like yes you have to grow up but like maybe go back one more time and make sure everything's okay oh i love that that's really great yeah we were saying it's funny when you start doing the comparisons, like, oh, it's like Narnia. Oh, it's like Alice in Wonderland. Oh, it's like, and it's like, well, it's, it's all these stories are kind of t- teaching the same lesson 
just in different ways or in with different settings and characters. Yeah. Um, this is perfect because my, my related question was, uh, do you have anything else in the movie you wanted to talk about that you didn't get a chance to in just these three minutes? Because you're, you're kind of stuck in this one little part of a palace, so. Yeah, I think. There's a whole world out I there. I had mentioned the Wheelers, and those were just a very interesting, a, a very interesting group of characters that were just forgotten <laughs> about and never really tied, no knot was tied at the end of their storyline. It was like, oh, well, they're just gone now. Um. But I have a, a weird phobia of chickens. I'm not the biggest fan of them. So every time, oh, no. I know, I I wish I didn't because it's a silly thing. Because number one, chickens are so soft. And I wish, that I'll only pet them if the person's holding them upside down so they pass out. And then I'll pet oh. it. But I, uh, and I, I grew up on a farm. So I would be harassed by the chickens constantly. Um, but I, um, I really enjoy the... Uh, oh, what part is it? Oh, the Gnome King. When he's like, go and figure out, if you can figure out which one of the Scarecrow is, you can take him and you walk in and it's this huge room of just like, how would you guess? How would you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved that. That set is one of my favorites, like, of all cinema time, I think. Um, did it help at all that Belina's a puppet, like, 90% of this uh, movie? Honestly, no, because it was more scary. I was like, <laughs> stop talking! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> She's even more capable. Yeah, I do love when she was like, um, where's your eggs, Belina? She's going to make you into soup if you don't lay eggs at the beginning. That was so cute. <laughs> yeah. If it's any consolation, I am absolutely terrified of moths. And so <laughs> any flying... And really, any flying... But, like, I'm not a fan of anything with more than four legs, but you add wings to the situation and I'm out because now you can... You know, there's a new, there's a whole other dimension involved in avoiding you. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever seen my sister laugh harder than me, like, running away as a butterfly comes near me. Like, <laughs> I just, I have this immediate, like, get away from me! Oh my god! Because, I mean, butterflies are bugs with good PR people. <laughs> they are not cute. Like, they are bugs, and they're gonna touch you and crawl on you? No! What is, why are people paying to go in butterfly gardens? That's, like, my nightmare. Yeah. But yeah, I like will run away and my sister's like, you're scared of butterflies. I'm like, I'm not scared. I just don't want them near me. I don't mind so them I in picture like, books. People don't appreciate our phobia. Yeah. I appreciate your phobia. You can be as weird as you want. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this podcasting is a safe space. Yeah. Be weird. <laughs> so there, since, since there was an earlier minute and it's, it comes and goes in a blink. There is a one second take when Dorothy is looking out at the city where she cries briefly and wipes her wipes her, her tears on Belina. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so I, I don't know if that's cute. better to use her as a as a tissue to get her out of yeah. out of your sight or such a soft tissue. <laughs> yeah. So that's a way to oh, appreciate man. what Belina's bringing even yeah. even as a, a chicken. Oh, I love it. Well, she's wisecracking, so, yeah. I I very much enjoy Belita, but I'm at least you didn't have too much of her running around yeah. in these minutes. I do like when she pecks at the ground, though. It's a very chicken move. Oh, it's so cute. I, I like when she's sarcastic and sounds like my grandmother, but <laughs> that's just me. I guess I kind of um, picture with, like... something about that generation. Yeah. I just kind of picture her with a younger voice, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, I picture chickens... Everyone always pictures chickens with old lady voices. 
I always picture chickens being like younger and weirdly sexier. I don't know why. And they're certainly not a sexy animal in any way, shape or form, but. I feel like somewhere there's a therapist listening to this being like, I have to meet this girl. I will make millions. <laughs> like, picking out the vacation. I always joke with that when I have something weird. I'm like, my therapist is going to get a, like, yacht out of this one. <laughs> so funny. Well, yeah, the amount I've spent on them to buy, like, another house. Oh, man. Um, so that's Return to Oz. It is Wednesday. Um, sadly... Crystal Beth is leaving us, but Mike and I will be back tomorrow with Minute 46, so don't worry. We're not abandoning Dorothy to her fate in this, in the headquarters. I'll be there in spirit. <laughs> yes, yes. We hope, uh, you'll continue along. Um, I'm, again, thank you so much for coming and doing these three minutes. This is an absolute blast. Of course. I love hanging out with you. I, I couldn't not make you watch Return to Oz, basically. Yeah. Oh, and Mike, I like hanging out with you, too, but just our first time. Excellent. Oh, yeah, I mean, the Crystal Beth from, you know, from going back to Star Wars Minutes. So it's uh, it's it's great to have you on a podcast. Thank you. Yeah. I'm trying to get better about not talking over Mike, I swear. It's hard. Oh, uh, update on Denise Breyer. The voice yes. of Belina. She was born in 1928, so she was 57 when this was released. I don't. I don't know how your how old your grandmother was when she sounded like a chicken to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, oh, so sorry. I know we're like wrapping up and everything, but I have to say something that I had never thought of, and this is really weird, and I have to spread it to everyone listening. Picture your grandparents. Oh God. Now realize that you knew them over. Hopefully, I sh- realize I should have <laughs> shouldn't assume. I knew my grandmother over 30 years, and yet when I picture her, she always looks the same. Oh, yeah. But she must have looked different when I knew her as a kid versus when I knew her as when I was in college versus when I knew her as an adult. But I always picture her the same, and there's some, like, name for a phenomenon like that. And then it's the same thing, like, you know, your your parents, actually parents to some extent, too. You kind of make, yeah. like, an, a, a composite in your mind of that's what they look like. And it covers all these different things because it's like, you know, I'm sure she changed her hair. I'm sure she wore different. Nope. She just always looks the same in my brain. Yeah. That is so weird. (laughs) I had never thought of it before. And someone pointed it out. I was just like, oh, that's weird. It's Um, true. And sometimes you get surprised by it. I picture my little brother and sister young all the time. And I see them and I'm like, ah, you're grownups. You're grown people. (laughs) Oh, I still don't accept that my sister is a grown person and she's 26. Yeah, same. It, These things happen. Oh. <laughs> she she was drinking. I was just like, Are you, should you be doing that? And she's like, well, yeah, because at the time she was like, I'm 24. Like, I can have a beer. Like, we can't go to a bar. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh, man. Um, and, and for the record, um, I, I would have to do the math. I know my grandmother was... Eight at some point during World War II, but I would ha- I, I would have to look up exactly. I think she is slightly younger than Denise Breyer, but again, they're of the same generation, roughly. Yeah, yeah ni- nineteen twenty-eight. So she would have been born not too not too far after. Yeah, not yeah. too long after. Huh. Um, close enough. Close enough. Um, but yeah, I will be happy to get back to sarcastic bullying. Yeah. Soon. And we're going to meet a new character with even, with more great one-liners shortly. 
And at last, the flying sofa that we named our listeners group on Facebook after will be revealed. I love that. Oh, yeah, we had, a, we had a lot of fun setting all this up and doing We have a lot of fun doing this in case you couldn't tell. I can't tell because it's a fun movie and you guys are fun people. We're doing a movie that we're, we're doing a movie out of love for the craziness and ridiculousness of Return to Oz. And it's it's a blast. Good. And we're introducing that. So many new people. Yeah, like me. Yep. (laughs) It worked. It did. You got me. Yes. Um, Mike, why don't you tell uh, for people who we also have gotten where they can find out more. Because, I mean, you can look up this movie on IMDb. But if you're looking for more info on this podcast, where's the best place to go? Best place to track us down is returntoozminute.com. Uh, From there, you can find all our episodes. You can find out which guests are on which episode. Uh, Links back to our social media, at OzMinute on Twitter and Facebook. And, of course, the Return to OzMinute listeners flying sofa, (laughs) also hosted on the the Zuckerberg Palace there. And weogtiogpiog.com, because you just love spelling. We know our audience. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And, um... Uh, you can follow me on social media at the Crystal Beth, and you can listen to my podcasts at on iTunes, yeah. the Fifth Element, and Unlimited Lives Radio. Oh, cool. Are you still doing um, the live shows on Twitch, or has that ended? We do. So Ooh. if you go to Twitch.tv/UnlimitedLivesRadio, every Thursday at six p.m., we live stream our uh, video game podcast. So you can listen to it there. We have quizzes with giveaways. It's a lot of fun, and I also stream online at twitch.tv slash Ms. Sparkle Diamond, M.S. Sparkle Diamond, and you can play video games with me on PlayStation at Ms. Sparkle Diamond as well. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to uh, promote everything yeah. live I can because I feel bad that, I mean, I DVR everything these days. I don't know when anything <laughs> is on. And the Chris Gethard show just oh, started on awesome. TV, and it's a live show, and the whole point is to call in and interact. And I was just like, that's "So funny!" And then I always watch this the next little day. Little tidbit: so I'm, I'm a bunch of our friends things. are on the Chris Gethard watch show. Watch Crystal Beth when she streams. Watch Chris the Chris Gethard show when coach. it's on TV. You know, go, go find the things. It's worth it. Ooh. <gasps> um. Um. To yeah. Get a little personal uh-huh. for a minute. When I had a really rough time last year, one of my friends, like. Yeah, yeah, the, um, it, it's a good show, and a lot of people in it, the, the Human Fish did a lot of comedy with John, too. We see him, he's at, like, all the parties we go to and everything. Dave Love Band, he's such a, he's a sweetheart. <laughs> What's so fancy? Yeah. Oh, all right. Woo, well, go to it. We will see you around the Movies by Minutes universe. Um, this is due to air just a few days before Movies by Minutes Chicago. So if you have a we'll chance get the next, to we'll go the next that, one on the East Coast. I, I won't be there, but you should go, and then you should tell me all about it, because I'll be really jealous. Uh, I know. You know, I I was bucking for although I um I am going to get to see Jerry Porter play, and I know a bunch of people are going to that as well. So hopefully, I, I'll have a little bit. Like, I'll just have a little taste of it this year. Um... So, yeah, eventually I will get to one of the mixes. And I thought it was going to happen this summer. I even took time off. Like, I put in the time off work and then was just like, oh, this isn't 
this isn't gonna happen. <laughs> so we'll we'll get there eventually. <laughs> um, maybe we'll do it sometime when you're not moving, Mike. Although we live in the city, so we'll probably be moving every year. <laughs> you never know. Moviesbyminutes.com. Uh, if you're headed to Chicago, that's what you'll see. Yep. Yep. That's where they all are. And there's even more than there were yesterday, it feels like. You know, this is a growing enter- empire that Pete and Alex have created. <laughs> all right. Anything else before I take us out? Ah, that's it for me. All right. We are. Pee-og. 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 Oh, it was good. <laughs>